Yo, yo, it's your boy Philmatic365 from the Tissue and the Tape Podcast. And me and my brother Vi are here to celebrate two of the greatest albums in hip-hop history. In it, a Wu-Tang 36 Chambers and Midnight Marauders. So sit back, relax, and respect heat holders. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Oh, this is Tissue and the Tape. Yo, man, hold on, hold on. Yo, man, where my killer tape at? First of all, where, yo, my, yo, where the fuck is my tape at? Yo, Sean, I ain't got that piece, Sean. How you ain't got my shit, but I let you hold it, man? Yo, niggas came over to have 40s and blunts, kid. This shit just came Come on, out man. I don't got nothing to do with my shit, man. Come on, man. Get ahead with that Come shit. Come on, man. I'll buy you four more fucking killer tapes. Open the door, man. What the fuck, man? Yo, what? What's up? Hello. This is your Midnight Marauder program. I'm on the front of your cover. I will be enhancing your cassettes and CDs with certain facts that you may find beneficial. The average bounce meter for your Midnight Marauder program will be in the area of 95 BPM. Hope that you will find our presentation precise, face heavy, and just right. Thanks. Recording live from somewhere, it's the world's famous TITT is home team in the motherfucking house. Hey, yo, 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 where my killer tape at, man? <laughs> again and again. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's Davis backwards and who states your name, Gangsta? Philmatic365, aka 36 Chamber Tribesman. Yeah. <laughs> What's good, baby? Hey, man, you already know, man. We are excited and happy to do this latest edition of the Tissue and the Tape podcast. Once again, it is Davis backwards. I'm here with my brother, my co host. Yeah, PNC, uh, you know how Philmatic three sixty five man. Every damn cut, man. What's 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 the word? What's the science? Oh, uh, I mean, you know, I'm trying to. I just had a coach of cipher. <laughs> <laughs> yo, man, I know people are like yo. What the hell are they talking about? <laughs> but 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 rock with us, man. Yo, yeah, yeah, we, we tonight, man. We are going to talk about uh, one of the greatest days in hip hop history. We're going uh we're going to flash back to November 9th, 1993. Album Midnight Marauders and the Wu Tang Clan's uh, seminal debut into the Wu Tang parentheses 36 Chambers. Yeah, yo, groundbreaking isn't even it doesn't even do it justice, you know. That that symbol alone, you know, if if you never heard another word from any of those brothers, that symbol alone says everything. 
So yeah, we gonna get into it though, man. Yeah, yeah we were talking about it all throughout the show. We're excited. Uh, big salute to everybody out there doing a thing. We we got a, a, a few people that we're affiliated with that do their thing. Oh yeah, talk to them. Hey man, you know you wanna you wanna talk about food in the Philadelphia uh, metro area? Oh, they worldwide though. Uh, they and, and worldwide, yeah, definitely. Philadelphia like, dinner planet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, join Appetite is where you want to go for that. So salute to yeah. the partners. Always show us love. I definitely want to show them love back. Absolutely. Salute to the War Room, uh, best sports show that you can find out there. Here we. Salute to the Generals, uh, D. Austin, Jimmy, Dev. We see y'all. Salute to y'all. Uh, their show comes on Thursdays, six to eight. You can check them out where you listen to uh, your podcast. Same thing with Join Appetite. Uh, and then, of course, Tally and Twine, man. Yeah, you know, man. get your watch game up, son. Yeah, the finest in wristwear uh, out there. Uh, you know, Christmas is coming up, holidays is coming up, birthdays and everything. Man. Uh, why not? You know, shop, shop, shop black, man. Yeah, man, and free the realest too, man. Free the realest, man. <laughs> <laughs> More on that, man. I'm yeah, like, yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, just want to just give a shout out to everybody doing that thing. Uh, we we we're excited to to know these people and excited to to be able to do our show in conjunction with them uh, as well as affiliates. Absolutely. Filmatic. In the past few episodes, we've had Miranda Wright. We've had we've had yeah, we've had Maggie Tra. Yeah, no, the boss lady. That's the, I I. I player partner yeah definitely uh uh what is it uh stimulate your soul definitely got to check that out yeah, far side yeah, uh, the tissue worldwide man that's right uh, we had another heat holders radio come out there's absolutely flames episode three yep class of uh 98 uh 98 live if you will no yeah. replay uh, so salute to uh, DJ Rick G's out there doing his thing. Still out there on tour with Pusha T. Uh, mm-hmm. Doing some incredible things out there. They were just at the uh, Camp Flognaw Festival out there in L.A. Yeah. They tore it down, of course. As always. As always. Uh, and then, of course, uh, definitely Apollo Brown, who was one of our other recent uh, guests who uh, had a big week. Definitely, uh, with Mona Lisa coming out. Yo, that joint is so. <laughs> yo, yo yeah. Apollo, Apollo, yo man, just yeah, he's a, he's a modest guy, but you know, yeah, he 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 he's real, real, real he's modest. modest. But yeah, he yeah, they 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 onto something with that. It's one of he the. Knows he's nice. <laughs> yeah. He, I mean, obviously, like hands down, producer of the year, early pick for us. Like it's not even close, but you know, yeah. You know, man. Uh, and then also, man, our our co 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 host, <laughs> salute, salute to Torre. Yo, Torre are, God. Yeah, some of some of the last few episodes that we have have featured those people. Uh, we we've had some fun doing some things as far as having guests, but filmatic. This is what we do, right? This is what yeah, we man. do. The, uh, we do our one two thing, man. This is yeah. uh, this, this is like the give and go, the pick and roll, whatever. Uh, it, uh, this, is, this is uh Ray and Ghost. Yeah, right. Got me. Yeah, so we're gonna get our criminology talk on right now. Uh, peace to all the uh, incarcerated Scarfaces out there. Uh-huh. 
uh, Phil Matic, we will get to tit for tat because that's like my favorite, favorite, favorite segment. But before I get into that, yo, back in the days, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta give a quick shout out, man. And you gotta help me uh, give this shout out real quick. So let's get it. Uh, you know, once upon a time, man, um, people talked about, uh, you know, their their clan in the front, and it, uh, when they did that, man, they, there was a, a nice little shout out section at the beginning of the record that went like this the rizza the jizza old dirty bastard inspected deck you god ghost face killer the method man Raekwon the chef ghost face killer raw desire levon power cypher 12 o'clock 60 second acid the fourth disciple the grand white KD, the download record. Shaheen, a.k.a. The Rocket Do do well. Mr. Hezekiah, but unknown as a yin and yang. The true master, Asan, DJ Skin, the true Robocop coming through. Look at Daddy, Daddy O coming through from the wild, wild. Virginia, the South, end of things. Killer B. Clan in the front. <laughs> yo, I, yo, how the fuck do you remember all of that? <laughs> That's all I could think of, like off the top of my head. But I know, no, I know, I know. He, he was like Crooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, Staten Island, the motherfucking Bronx, Gillespie. Yo, that's like that was like one of my favorite intros of all time. <laughs> the motherfucking Bronx. <laughs> It's like those that's one of them official if you know you know oh, yeah no no yeah. He, he definitely shouted shouted out a few like predicate yes yeah, super real ones yeah no we we recognize a lot of those names at the top of the shout out just because you know they were like celebrities and artists and stuff and then once he started to get to like the middle it was like oh okay yeah. all right there's a reason why there was the woo wear store <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes sir yes I mean, uh <laughs> 
But yeah, no, that that still is like one of my all-time favorite just like oh, games. Just the I just mean, that just the contrast of that, like just how rough how rough and rugged that was, and then you come in with the jizza just dropping the science like that. Like that that's that's my favorite song on the record. We'll, we will get into that, but people and this is this is actually a tit for tat for you. All right, so check this out. Talk to for, me. for your money, if you had to introduce someone to the best solo that's on Enter the Wu-Tang, 36 Chambers, are you gonna introduce them to Method Man? Or are you gonna introduce them to the drink that we just talked about just now, playing in the front? If you're trying to introduce them to Wu Tang, like if we if we're talking to, uh, if we're talking to someone that's like uh, that's somebody that might have been born in 1983. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Um. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, Method Man doesn't give you the full picture, uh, even though they give everybody a, a, a shout out at the beginning of the song. That's kind of mm-hmm. like the intro to the song. You don't get like the full Jay, picture. Right? Full right, right? Yeah. With, with Jay, what did we do? With Jay, what did we do? We did. Um, we did uh, Midnight oh, yeah. Marauders. Uh, no, we did low in theory. We did low in theory, and we did um, was it? It wasn't Illmatic, was it? No, we said we oh, needed to do Illmatic, yeah, yeah, Illmatic. Oh, no, we did uh, Paid in Full, Paid in Full, yes. yeah. So, if you were introducing into the Wu Tang, please, Lord, please, hopefully, she's already heard this record. Um, hmm. and we, we will find out, we'll, we'll ask yeah. her, but if you were introducing this to her. Which one? Which solo would you tell her to listen to first? I, I'm, I'm, I would go with. Uh, see, for for somebody young, I think Method Man would grab them more. It's a catchier song. Mm-hmm. It, it would, it can almost fit in today's landscape because <clears throat> it, it kind of, it's kind of sing song. But, but if you just, if somebody's ahead like that, and you just want to give them like. The best representation of the Wu out of the two songs, mm-hmm. you got to go with Clan in the front. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, it, it would it would be tough. Like you said, you would definitely have to qualify the person, and because you don't want to turn them away, you don't want them to not listen to the rest of it. So you might want to give them. The most but it's just like how they did back then. Like, Method Man was the lead single. I mean, well, technically, Protect Your Neck was, but yeah. on the mainstream, Method Man was was one of the the major singles because it. It could draw a large majority in. Right, and it's a fun, it's a fun record. Yeah, it's a, it's a radio for yeah. well, but then at the and then that time it was a radio record. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't sniff the radio these days. No, um, but for for the for the era, it was a perfect radio record. Clan in the front wasn't a radio record in 1993. No, that's a that's a straight album cut. Yeah, um, and that's not a diss to the song. It's just that it didn't, it didn't fit the landscape of what radio was at the time. Right, and Method Man fit radio perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. So that and and he was on Def Jam, so that that played. You know, Def Jam was a mega powerhouse at at the time. You know, as far as the label, they had huge, significant power in the industry. Yeah. So making that the single was was also strategic for sure. Yeah, because yeah, by the time we got to the other side of the year into '94, and they had really started to pick up momentum with Cream, and 
Yeah, can't yeah. be also simple and so yeah. It, by by then, like you said, they Wu Tang ain't nothing to fuck with. By then, was yeah. a single, so I mean they was really in their bag at that. Point. They right. yeah, they probably could have made clean in front of single, and they would have just they could have did anything. Exactly. All right, so we we definitely just needed to to find that out. So I think we're incongruent with that. You got to qualify the person first, but we're gonna get into some more tip for tats now. Uh, so, um, <laughs> if, she, yeah. if she actually heard it, yeah. First, first of all, we definitely uh, someone that's influenced us, and someone that we actually uh, kind of vicariously give shouts out to on episodes where we have where we have guests. Uh, Stan Lee, um, you know, he's someone that, that lived a, a def- definitely lived a full life from from all accounts that we could see. Uh, made it to ninety five and. Um, Nine, five months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, you know, he he just was just a guy that just seemed like he just lived his life to the fullest. Um, we just wanted to just give you know rest in peace shout out to him. Um, you know, we'll forever be talking about origin stories, be talking about you know uh, redemption and you know all the different qualities that we learned through uh, his comics. Yo, did you, please please tell me you heard the uh, the Mike Francesa clip. Oh gosh, no. Yeah, uh, my, for those who don't know, Mike Francesa is a uh, is a the prototype sports radio gas bag. Yeah, uh, out of New York City, he didn't know who Stan Lee was. Though. Yeah, that's about right. As much like um, the the Gisborne Herald that uh, said characters first, superheroes next. Spike Lee dies at ninety five. <laughs> Oh God! It's like, oh come on, man, guys! You got you had one job, yo. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) You know, Spike Lee got on Instagram. You know, official Spike at official Spike Lee, and uh, he said, um, "God bless Stan Lee." Me, not yet. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, um, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, uh, it was it was good to see, of course. um, You know, obviously, just the people that have been influenced by him uh you know be able to who to, hasn't besides yeah. my <laughs> right yeah exactly and whoever runs the uh, Gisborne Herald but um yeah uh definitely uh sad to see that uh come across the timeline uh and, you know it's just not not ever good to to see someone that you respect uh go but he definitely uh brought a lot of uh good things to the world while he was here just waiting for his cameo in all the different movies oh, yeah. you know he's gonna pop up somewhere and, and how they're gonna incorporate him in there that was all no, you know he's got the mind up yeah <laughs> he still got those mind up for sure he i'm sure he's gonna be in, in infinity war too so mm-hmm. um some of the um saw some of the best art too uh you know just kind of celebrating his life you know uh-huh. from the different artists that he's worked with um him and him and jack kirby in the in the um in the spot talking talking mad greasy to one another right now so yeah definitely rest in power to uh stan lee man excelsior <laughs> for sure uh quick tip for tat i mean it's, it's even hard to do it, but best Marvel character. Mm. Favorite or best? No, no, no. Best. 
Yeah, I know. I know your favorite. So best. Best. So I do want. Do you want me to give you like choices or? No, I I I know who I believe is the is the best Marvel Marvel character. Mm, I know. I know who I. I know who I believe is too, and I'm willing to like argue, but that's another story. <laughs> I, it's it's, it's, it's kind of obvious to me, but I, I like to hear people's. I'm still I'm still going with uh I'm still going with Spider Man, you know? like oh, oh. it's 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 very close. Like these two, I think are one A one B. If you really if you're really into it, who are we so, talking about? I mean, you could tell just by by how they have always presented him and how they've taken care of not just his film franchise or brand but also I think I know where you're going Logan man yeah no I mean is I mean you can't go wrong with anyone yeah no he's he's supremely iconic yeah yeah, yeah. Um, like he like when I mean besides thinking of Spidey besides thinking of Peter Parker like he is pretty much like the method man of yeah right no i i I feel you yeah it's mad it's mad different methods to the way he do his shit (laughs) yeah you know he might he might pop up in canada just in the in the woods (laughs) yeah i mean exactly right and it was like they always wanted to make sure that he got his due like even when they did like the x-men and then they did his his own offshoot spinoff, and then they still were like, "All right, we still got to give him like one last hurrah." Like, you know, it's, it's- had I known we were going to talk about that, I would have broke. I have the first Wolverine uh, solo comic book. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so either one you can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah I, I'm a uh, first Spider Man. <laughs> oh my gosh, what? That, that's a whole that's a whole another conversation right whole there. Whole different degree of homicide. Yes, sir. Uh, but yeah, definitely, like you said, rest in power to Stan Lee and definitely just look at the influence that he's had for nerds and even real niggas worldwide, man. Yo, I mean, the woo, I mean, it's yeah. like, I mean Tony exactly. Stark, Iron Man, exactly. I mean, exactly. You know, so it's Johnny Blaze, Method Man, the Ghost Rider. Exactly. You know, it's, it's just, there's so much, you know, like a lot of people learn to read off a of comic book. That's real. Know? That is so real. Yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of superheroes, uh, in rap, we like to look at, you know, some of the iconic, uh, figures as that. And Dr. Dre definitely is one, uh, here recently, uh, Knife Wonder, uh, was able to post some pictures from when he and Dre hooked up. Uh, they got together to work on, uh, Savior's Road. It's on the upcoming Oxnar album that we've been talking about for a few episodes Andy by none Pop. by none other than Young Andy. <laughs> young Andy. <laughs> uh, now Anderson Pac uh, is, is on the way. Apparently, uh, the album should be here in a few days. Yo, if he start calling himself Young Andy, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Young Andy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so two things with that. So um, uh, they worked together uh, for that, but Jamla the Squad Two came out. So this is a this is a two parted tip for tap for you. Did you get a chance to listen to the LP yet? I definitely did, of course. Uh, we have some of our favorites on there: Feral Monch, Black Thought, uh, J Cole is on there, of course. Rhapsody. Um, 
Buster's on there as well. What was one of the standout tracks for you? I mean, you know, I'm of course I'm automatically biased if you say Black Thought, but mm-hmm. Kachiba, I think. Yeah, but, but yo, Pharaoh is special, man. Pharaoh's <laughs> just wonder when it comes to this, man. Yo, he he's one of those people that's like he'll never get the props he truly deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, but yo, from 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 the heat holders, yeah. I, I think this is pretty much unanimous with all of us. Like, he, he's one of those guys. He's yeah, no, he's, he's up there, definitely. Yo, it's like it's like him, Thor, Elzad. You you mm-hmm. know, Royce. It's mm-hmm. certain dudes, Mickey. That mm-hmm. just, like they they so much better than everybody else. When yeah, somewhere else with it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's they just they just a different kind of MC man and. You know that that guy. Every time I hear him, I just I'm just like wow. <laughs> like, yeah. it, um, yep. of course the uh, the, the Rhapsody and J Cole uh, song yeah, Sojourner. Yeah, like 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 rap is uh, like you know how I feel about it. I think I think she's the best to ever do it. Uh, yeah. As far as the ladies go, in some of you niggas, she's better than y'all too. A Y'all's lot, for sure. most of y'all. For sure. So that's that's not that's not a uh, spike to her <laughs> to say you know she's the she's the she's the goat of the uh, of the ladies because she's better than a lot of you dudes. So yeah, she's just a great MC. Period. Definitely. Uh, okay, so yeah, I haven't had a chance to fully give it the full listen, but it, it is in rotation. So I'm looking forward to uh, spending more time with that. Looking forward to Oxnard. Uh, looking forward to the next Jill Scott video that comes out because now she's got to come out with another one, right? I love the Jill Scott video. <laughs> so like this, like this is nothing new. Like you, you, you've, seen, you've seen people that uh, that are responding like, "Oh, y'all must have never been to a Jill Scott show." I have. I like I, I've been to one before, but she didn't do that at the one yeah. I was at. I, I, I've been to a couple. Yeah, yeah. She didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, so I seen her with the roots, and I seen her by herself, and she ain't do none of that. I seen her with the roots. She was she was, she was her flipping herself. her throat, but she wasn't doing that. I seen her with Maxwell. Oh, that's oh, that's a hot show. Yeah, and it, it wasn't that though. Yeah, nah, it may it might lead to something like that, but it yeah, she yeah. wasn't. So yeah, so you was the primer for something like that. <laughs> right, exactly. So like F F O H to all you people that's just like, oh, you never been to a Jill Scott show before. Yeah. Like between Phil and I, you probably been to at least we just said like I've five. I've been to more y'all. Let's say that. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and uh, that that wasn't going down. So F O H. I saw the Black Lily and like yeah, Lily. yeah, I have too actually. Yeah, man. Before before right. the the deals. And, right, exactly. You know, before the the. My was that was that. Uh, but yes, I mean before she was like had it exploded. Um, yeah. But yeah, wow. <laughs> um, for those that have not seen the video yet, it, it is making uh, the, the viral rounds, uh, rounds, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, definitely, uh, and it's funny, yo. Let's talk about this for a second. It's like, swirling around the internet. <laughs> swirling around. It's grapefruit in its way around the internet. Oh but no. Like, <laughs> Like, Yo. let's talk. Let's talk about Black Twitter, man. Isn't it, isn't it a beautiful thing? Yeah. Like they'll they'll find yeah. something from like 17 years ago that people didn't really pay enough attention to pre like 
so is is the video new nah like it's just like something that like someone posted i i, I don't know the date but i'm i'm 100 positive it's not from like this year or at least not from reason i'm gonna say i'm positive it's not from like the past few weeks or months you know like it was like old footage you know, it may, maybe it was from 2018, but it wasn't from like, oh, look at this show she did Saturday. Philadelphia Bills character, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, my tip for tat for that one is, um, <laughs> <laughs> are we entirely sure that that she was imitating like what we thought she was imitating? Or was that like? I mean, a, I mean, she's an artist, so I mean, it could be, it could be. My, know, my 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 point is, do you believe it, it's real like that, filmatic? Yes or no? Oh, it's it's so real. Question. <laughs> <laughs> There's no question, right? You can't fake. You can't fake it like that. No. Yeah, I, everybody's had some whack hair before, and and if if you've been a recipient of it, or you're aware of someone that 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 gives it. They can't fake it like that. There's no way that for you to be able to to simulate that type of interaction, yeah, action, and for you to be corn. She's, no she's about that action ball. Yeah, yeah, she's about that action ball. Exactly. So yeah. salute to her, man. It, it's always good when we can have <laughs> double salute. We can have these types of conversations uh, in open forums like this, and people can express it. Because I mean, to be honest with you. She, 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 no, there were plenty of women that that hit their dude or hit some dude that they had a crush on with. I, I make your hamburger better than McDonald's. Like, oh, oh really? Yeah, you thought that was something? Word. Show me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yo, that, yo, jelly. Got three peppers. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> they're not McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, but no, there was definitely a lot of love that was given in the past twelve hours uh, yeah. off of that video going I saw, viral. I saw the date in the, in the chat. It was just like, yeah, I had, I had to post. I, I was like, I don't even care if this is awesome, Rivers. Like, I had to make sure that it was. Yeah, I didn't even look. Double up. The whole double clutch. Yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, man. Salute to uh, Jilly uh, Philmatic. I have to ask you this before we move on to the next segment. What's up? Uh, you being a curator of all things film and television. Uh, on the couch with the Wilsons. Yes, on the couch with the Wilsons. Of course, uh, definitely check that out. Yeah, we got some um, new, got some new uh, flavors coming. Some new butters, son. <laughs> <laughs> um. Aziz Ansari or Hassan Minhaj? Who are you? Who are you? If you're going to right now at this moment with Patriot Patriot Act being what it is on Netflix and being a nice sensation on there, but knowing what Aziz Ansari brings to the table, uh, if you were gonna do a uh, you know this descent of Western of of Eastern Hemisphere comedian. Uh, hierarchy. Who do I who, curry favor with? Is <laughs> <laughs> who's who's higher on the hierarchy right now? Who's, who's um, I'm, I'm a big it? fan of the Daily Show. So uh, Hassan Minaj, who's who was a Daily Show correspondent for for a few years, uh, 
Uh, I'm, I mean, I'm, they I'm got more, the best family tree out there, man. Yeah, oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, they got a Wu Tang like family tree. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm going with uh, Hassan Minaj just because, for me, his brand of comedy suits my uh, sensibilities a little bit more. Right. Um, and then Aziz, while being funny, can it can it can get annoying sometimes. A little bit. And again, like like you're saying, like you're with Hassan is more of the like political like. Oh, like hold on. uh, hold on, God, guys, what's up? Oh, God, uh, Jay hit me back. <laughs> oh, no, hey, guys, nah, I haven't. Oh, no, no, lol, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll, we will rectify that. Hold on, I'm, tell, oh, I'm telling them we live on the uh, <laughs> 24. Carrot, we're live. On <laughs> Podcast. Yeah, that's for those that don't know. Jade is uh, somewhat of a correspondent for us. Uh, she does her thing as well, and she's been on the show twice to talk about uh, old school, new school. As we mentioned before, uh, she did. Uh, she listened to Paid in Full, and we listened to Paranoia. Yeah, by Davies. Yeah, and then. Uh, then we had her listen to um, Low End Theory. Yeah, I don't even remember. Uh, we listened to Tory Lanez. Yeah, Tory Lanez. Well, we got work to do though. If she's yeah. never heard uh, the entire Thirty Six Chambers, yeah. she, she needs to uh, enter the Wu Tang with yeah. us. Uh, Big Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got this. <laughs> Uh, to, to finish out the segment, yes, I'll probably roll up with Hassan too. Uh, we basically brought that up so that we can let people know uh, that his Patriot Act show is a weekly show on Netflix and can be checked out. Uh, it's pretty good, man. I like it. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely entertaining. Um, I, I caught a um I caught one of the episodes. I didn't I didn't get um it, it's it's actually it's not all up there like it's it's actually just weekly um uploaded weekly correct yeah yeah so i i could start to expand though yeah i, I caught the first episode and yeah. you know definitely um i'll be back for more i enjoyed it so there it is all right the most beautiful is just like that yeah all right so we're getting into this here filmatic uh, got the funk, so come on down. Uh, the most beautifulest thing we've seen over the past couple of days since we are talking about Midnight Marauders and 36 Chambers. It's only right that we talk about a few things that are affiliated uh, with those uh, important albums, those moments, those that era. Uh, first thing that we want to talk about in conjunction with the most beautifulest thing that we've seen is DJ Filthy Rich. Uh, we will post a link for his mixtape that he has put on YouTube. Uh, I mean, just doing, I mean, just doing God's work with this man. He he did basically called it a blend tape. And what he did was he combined the two efforts together. Yeah. Uh, so that you, I mean, it, you know, it's just a masterpiece of of you could, you know, you could just tell like when when someone's really of it, you can't fake it. Absolutely, man. And um, and the ability to be able to blend those two albums is awesome. Who is are like, at the total opposite ends of the spectrum in terms of of sound and mm-hmm. 
kinds of like Wu Tang's gritty, mm-hmm. it's, it's street, it's you know, right. bust your shit open beats. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tribe is especially at this point, it was a it was a cleaner sound. It was right. I mean, it was it was still street, but it was a different vibe. It was like uh, it was more refined. Mm-hmm. It, they were polished. They they were veteran music industry veterans at this point. Yeah. They were in the game. What at this point? What five years? Five, yeah, five years from the, the yeah, beginning. Third, third album. Yeah, third album. You know, so they were you know already you know stars in in the hip hop world, and Wu was just bursting on the scene. I mean, Thirty Six Chambers, as great as it is, you know, I mean, keeping it all the way one hundred, it's one of the worst mixed albums i mean just in turn i don't know if it was supposed to be like that sound wise mm-hmm. but when you hear it now as compared to like other things even the remastered versions it's just it's just it's, the sound quality is not even the same even though that's part of what made you love it it just sounded it sounded raw and it, it just made it it, it made it feel like even if it wasn't supposed to be like that, it's like distressed jeans. Like, like I mean, you can you can fall down and, and rip the knee in your jeans and be like, oh damn. Or you could like you know take you know the time and tools to make it distressed to get that same kind of look. And and whether it was meant to be that way or if it was naturally that way, it just it just felt right. Yeah. Well, uh, again, shout out to DJ Filthy Rich. Uh, he made a clan called Wu Enter the Marauders. Uh, almost half an hour of just straight blends. Uh, did a did an excellent job with that. So salute to him. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, and then uh, Q-Tip mm-hmm. did his thing on. Uh, he has his. Uh, on Apple um, Music, he has his beats. Uh, one DJ uh, radio show. Mm-hmm. So, and he did a mix. Um, I we had posted that on the Tissue and the Tape uh, Instagram. The link to that because um, he was the uh, on the ninth. He actually uh, was in the studio live, uh, and they they showed a clip of him blending the album. So that was pretty dope. Yeah, that was cool. You get a chance to check it out. Uh, I got a chance to check out maybe like the first 10 minutes. So uh, that's definitely going to be for the commute for a couple of days once because I did Filthy Rich uh, the past couple of days getting into that. And then, uh, yeah, I was like, all right, I'll get the Q-tip next. So and then I'll listen to the albums to end the week before we get to Snoop. Oh, uh, you know, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But Phil Maddox, you have on something that, that definitely uh, just needs his own uh, moment on the show, man. Fife said it best, man. Yeah, man. You know, never let a statue tell me how nice I am. So people, you know, for us tribe heads, there are some people that that uh, when you say the word consequence, you say the name consequence. There, there is somewhat of like a. Uh, it's like a I don't, it's not galvanizing, it's more like divisive, yeah, or polarizing. I guess we just polarizing, yeah, that's, polarizing. The, that's the better word, that's the better word. So, like, in ways, he did galvanize the group because he brought somewhat of a young energy, but at the same time, his inclusion also signaled a lot of things that ended up not going so well, uh, as we know, it's been well documented. 
the start of the ending. Yeah. So uh, with all that said, you know, his love for them, I think, has, has been exposed over the past few years. Absolutely. And, you know, he's been actually kind of re he's reemerged as somewhat of a a torchbearer for them and their legacy and you know just um a part of their history but what he's doing now with the capsule collection uh he's done with uh bbc ice cream and also uh what he's doing now um with vans they did with vans uh and and of course just with the actual website the mm25 collection you're wearing one of the shirts now uh, and they actually have quite a few different, I mean, just, I'm like, yo, they could get all of my money for all this stuff that I see. Yeah, man. <laughs> they, they, they had the, the, just the tracks <laughs> listed, and I was like, yo. Just with I the, yeah. Yeah, I know. I was, I'm, I've been fighting it, but the, the one, the one uh, blue joint that's got the four of them, yeah, I'm like, yeah. That, yeah that a couple of them joints is, 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 is going to be uh yeah. on the doorstep when i get home yeah, yeah exactly uh, it's, it's just what it is yeah but um i, I do want to say like i i think you know unfortunately the passing of fife kind of like brought them closer together mm-hmm. but I, I think even if fife was still with us i think they would have been able to uh get past everything and it, and like, you can see they were kind of moving in that direction. I think I think this would have been, uh, you know, a collective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it would. I think they they pieced it all up. So at least I hope so. You know. Yeah, yeah. By all accounts, it looks like by the time we got to um, the last album, it looked like you know everybody was just like, "Yo, let's just you know do this for the people, and you know just do this for our legacy and whatnot." So. Um, Again, if, if you want to get your, your tribe on, uh, please visit, of course, the a Tribe Called Quest uh, store, Midnight Marauders, uh, MM25 collection is definitely one of the most beautifulest things that we've seen. You got electric relaxation shirts, uh, Steve Biko. Uh, Staring up. Yeah, uh, like the, the you- joint. The joint that Phil has, Fife said it best, but the uh, the joint that I'm looking at, the Find Your Tribe joint, marvelous. Yo, the whole the whole collection, <laughs> even, even the earlier ones they did with the um the ones they did for Valentine's Day with yeah, uh, that was dope. Uh, Bonita, yeah, and just it, it's stylized just like the album. So like, this is my favorite album of all time. So to just see like everything kind of just. Stylized and centralized around it, like I'm like, man, I just got it. And it, and it's it's right in the like the top four, yeah, top top three for me. Man, and shout shout to our brother Brian Johnson too, man. Like yeah. I said, this is I always say like his his love for Tribe and like Ralph Lauren and stuff. Like, hold on, let's see. Yeah, he you know this is something that we bonded over. Like just like anybody that fools with Tribe was was always down with me. And not like, oh yeah, they're cool. Like, nah, nah, nah. Let's see. Let's see if I can if we can conjure up the homie. Let's see. Now he's 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 somewhat of a uh Yo, you good? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, you're not on my mind. Yo, we got we you you on the podcast, B. We talk we talking about uh Midnight Marauders. Uh oh man. So I just I just I was like I gotta uh, Vi was like, "Yo, shout out to Beat Johnson." I was like, "Yo, I gotta call my dude, man, real quick." 
No, we, 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 we know we know you got to get your beauty rest, man. We ain't going to keep you up. I'm on this right now. Huh? Like I'm on it now? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's, it's all good. I, I just I just wanted to call you, give you a shout out, let you know that um when you hear this, you just know you, uh, enough respect to all my peeps that made the album cover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, for sure. That's love. Yeah, man. I know you got to get your beauty sleep, so we're going to... Uh, we're gonna, we gonna let you go, but I just wanted to uh I just wanted to holler at you to one of my fellow tribesmen. Alright, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what? <laughs> yo, that's when you know it's real, yo. Niggas asleep, they be like, yo. Alright, bro. <laughs> Alright, yo. Tired, yo. Tired. He was like, I'm over here like right now? <laughs> <laughs> yo, you good? That's how you know you don't you don't actually call niggas. You be like, yo, you good? Yeah, like because if you actually dial somebody uh phone number yeah. in 2018, yeah, you know, it, it, it's usually a four alarm blaze, but uh, we we all we all good, B Johnson. Yeah, no, nah, uh salute to uh, Brian Johnson, salute to everybody. Like you said, all the people who made an album cover, one of the, the, the best things that I feel like we've done. Over yeah, the past man. couple of years, is definitely uh, salute to Zoe, salute to Reem. Yeah, man. Uh, everybody that participated in making that uh, that that was just a moment, man. That we yeah. always have. We, we actually, for those who, who who don't know what we're talking about, we got a group of our friends together, and we recreated the Midnight Marauders uh, iconic album cover um, with all the different artists wearing headphones on their. Uh, on the album cover, B. Johnson, of course, was uh, one of the individuals. Uh, the homie, homie, Rick G's, yeah, Rick Ream. G's, Ream, uh, uh, Mrs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Mrs. Davis uh, made the album cover. Yeah, first, just talking about people that, that are affiliated with uh, us. This, all yeah. our, everybody that's really rocked with us. Yeah. I mean, uh, my, my baby girl was on the yeah. album cover. Yeah. Keith Yeah. I mean. Yeah, Dad was on there. Mm-hmm. Young Dad uh, was on there, Chase. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, Blueprint. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got the uh the whole squad. Yeah, no, nah, one of the best album covers ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, like by a long shot though. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna take this moment, uh, just right now, to just give you a quick, uh, quick heat check. Uh, check it out. Welcome to a clan called Woo. Enter the Marauders, a blend tape by DJ Filthy Rich. It's like this. I'm gonna start from the top. Inspector Deck, he's like that dude that'll sit back and watch you and play yourself and all that, right? And he'll take you to court after that, because he the inspector. And Shalar Raekwon, he the chef, he cooking up some marvelous shit to get your mouth water. <laughs> then it's the method, man. It's like mad different methods to the way I do my shit. And then Baby you, he, he a psychopathic thinker. Then we got the old dirty bastard, because they ain't no father to his staff. Ghostface killer, you know what I'm saying? He on some now you see me, now you don't. And the RZA, he the sharpest motherfucker in the whole clan. He always on point. Uh -huh. He's a sharp. Jizza the genius is just a genius. We we form like Voltron and it just happened to be the head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A game of chess is like a sword. You must think first before you move. 
And I'ma get mad deep like a threat Blow up your project Then take all your assets Cause I came to shake your frame in half with the thoughts Alright again that was just a little taste of what DJ Filthy Rich was able to do with The awesome, awesome combination of 36 Chambers and Midnight Marauder So again, check that out uh, Filmatic, salute to you for uh, putting this together for us no doubt, man. Appreciate it. Uh, and here we are now, just getting into the segment here uh, before we get into the rest of the show. Uh, really quickly, we just have four women that we need to salute right now. Always, man. Because the uh, take cares if uh, don't nobody else care. That's right. Uh, one is Missy Elliott. She's the first female rapper to be nominated for the Songwriter Hall of Fame. Uh, Say less. It's yeah, it's a big deal, man. I mean, it's super well deserved. I mean, yeah. yo, she wrote, she wrote one in a million, yo. So <laughs> you know, you know, that's one of you know. I, yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not the R and Bist yeah. of the R and B, but that that's that song gets it on and popping. Oh, know? for sure. Um, and so many other songs that she's that she's written, and just her not not only as a songwriter, but her as an artist herself. You know, the things that she's done for herself as a, also as a producer, but incredibly talented right here from around the way yeah i mean so listen definitely uh big shout out to uh missy misdemeanor elliot so she would be the third rapper 
uh, if she is inducted uh, right after Jay and Jermaine Dupree. So, uh, you know, um, JD obviously calling him a rapper isn't you know, giving him his full props as far as what he's been able to do as a impresario, as a, a songwriter, a, producer. So, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, you know, CEO, CEO, Muse, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Svengali, like all the things that he's able to do to so many people. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be his best achievement ever, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, salute to Jermaine, yo. That 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 Jermaine's a beautiful human being. Um <laughs> yo, who 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 because I feel like Missy's a lot to get in there. Um who who's the next MC that like right now, if you could if you say this is the next person that has to be in there from hip hop, who you who you think? Oh, oh, it's got to be Quentin Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Are we not supposed to say that? <laughs> that that's, that's, that's out of bounds right now? He got his bread, man. Oh, okay. All right, my bad. No, uh, I mean, all jokes aside, if we're really just looking at um, songwriting, if we were just going to just go with MCs, uh... I mean, Nasir, man. Yo, that shit he did, twist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, just I mean, I'm, if we're just talking about MCs yeah. who I like, that that would that would be a huge moment, I think. When it's you look at you look at the popularity contest stuff of things, and you see how you know some of the politics are done. Um, obviously, with with Missy, she's pinned so many other hits, like you mentioned. Um, Aaliyah, you know, Sierra, Monica, SWV, she's done Beyonce, Janet, Whitney, herself, um, work with, uh, you know, Mariah. Yeah. So, so it's like, it's, it's easy to, to kind of think about her in that realm just because we know her pen is, you know, just not only in rap, but also in so many other genres with so many artists. But I mean, when I, when you say MC, it just made me think of, of, of Nas too, just because of some of the most um, incredible rap records that we've thought, you know, that we've heard over the past few years. I mean, Absolutely. you know, so I, you know, that obviously that that's like a dark horse pick, but that's I, something I, I would I, like I, to see. I got one for you. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent in on Nas. That's not, yeah. but I got one for you that might, that might have just from a, a, a notoriety standpoint, and also equally well deserved ice cube yeah oh, oh yeah now 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 you're talking my language right there definitely with that because we we all know and people that weren't even aware i guess until recently like how uh, you know when the movie came out they were like oh man like he was like the he and the DLC were the, essentially like the, the lifeline behind the whole movement. I used right the rhymes that I play. <laughs> yeah. He was Smokey Robinson for Ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, now nah, Cube is definitely a good one to uh, yeah. overlook in that respect. Yeah. And, I mean, you think about that and then, you know, from transitioning from the different eras. Yeah. From, you know, from NWA to, you know, that America's Most Wanted Lynch Mob era to, you know, Good Day. And mm-hmm. I mean, so. It, 
Absolutely. No. Salute to Missy. Uh, looking forward to, to hearing some great news uh, regarding her very soon. Another uh, young lady that we would love to give a shout out to, just let people know uh, she's doing her thing, uh, is Africa Miranda. Uh, I mean, what isn't she doing? She has a book that recently came out, uh, Step Up, Step Out and Shine, Harness Your Light, Recognize Your Power, Transform Your Life. Dope uh, title. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she has a show uh, that's actually uh, going to be on uh, Facebook. Facebook watch. Uh, she's got beauty products. Uh, she's out there traveling, uh, seeing people, you know, uh, as far as like her adventures. And then she also uh, has like a kind of like a, a live well blog, so to speak. So um, she's doing all the different things that you could possibly imagine from acting to, like I said, to, to writing. Uh, beauty products, so that's where it's at, man. I mean, that's yeah. what we need to be like. That yeah. that needs to be our next move. Yeah, man. I need to. I, I, I need to uh, get in the laboratory, yeah, man. We need to. Uh, we need cook to something up, man. Cook up some. Uh, some. Some. Uh, Fenty. <laughs> I mean, yo, imagine if if the dope game actually was if it wasn't like and obviously the Reaganomics of things would have never let this happen. But imagine if like dudes were using like their culinary and, and like chemistry skills to, to make up like makeup and stuff instead of like crack that would be like makeup would, ha would have to be like illegal because then how would they like lock niggas up if they didn't have like crack oh man they'd figure out a way <laughs> but no but seriously though like i'm just oh, saying, that, like, that would be that would be wild but, it's, but i'm just saying like there's so many dudes that i know that i'm like Yo, how did you like how did like you're actually like good at science like this is a total waste for you to be doing like this type of stuff like imagine if they could use that for like makeup or like you know whatever like it, it would be crazy it's like they said on the wires like you don't you don't die in school if you get it wrong yeah i mean yeah like, there's a there's a there's a literal life or death reason right. why you gotta you know make sure everything is <laughs> you're right about that. exactly right yeah i mean you get a, you, the money's all there i mean but yeah no i i get your point though i mean mm -hmm. it, like 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 taking it back to standing we can only use our powers for good instead of evil yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so. but no this young lady here uh africa uh her show again uh you know, it's, it's new, but it's out there, and, and I like everything that she stands for, just because it just seems like she's just about wellness, you know, and anybody that's that's out there pushing that and giving, um, you know, our young ladies and even our, our young men something to look look up to, look forward to as far as their talents, I'm all for that. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, salute to her. Uh, one of the other ladies we need to give a shout out to, of course, is... Uh, Lauren Underwood, uh, man, so uh, she's a registered nurse who won the seat for a four-term Republican, uh, from four-term uh, Republican incumbent, uh, Randy Holtgren. He's not from the Wisco and Down episode. <laughs> he's definitely not. He's not from uh, Jackson Heights at all. Um, but yeah, she won the. I think we talked about this just a little bit. How there were there were so many firsts and so many first black and blah blah blah. She's in there, so she became the first woman and first black person 
represent her district when she won uh, Illinois' 14th con congressional district. 32 years old, man. At 32 years old, which is amazing uh, in its own right. But also, um, she beat out six white male candidates in March just to get the nomination from the Democratic Party. So, uh, I mean, that in itself is already a feat. But to actually, like, you know, with these incumbents, man, these guys that have been in seat for four and five yeah. terms, you know, you got you to kill them to basically get them out of office. And apparently uh, the good people in Illinois said, all right, enough is enough. <laughs> so, so, salute to everybody that got out there and voted, man. And mm -hmm. That's actual change right there. I mean, to to, to not only defeat six uh, old white dudes, but then to take on uh, the incumbent, you know, from the uh, majority party. Yeah. You know, with with billions of dollars and of uh, funding behind them, and yeah, you know, the president, you know, exactly. That worth. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you know how we're big on like paying homage and like, you know, just making sure that people know, you know, who came before you. Uh, she did a dope thing during her speech and she gave uh, Shirley Chisholm uh, a Bismarcky like uh, shout out. Um, Reagan which, was the president, I voted for Shirley <laughs> Chisholm. That's right. Uh, so yeah, uh, just giving her a shout. Um, as the first African-American woman elected to Congress and just letting, you know, people know that, of course, uh, you know, when she ran for president. Um, first black said, woman from that district. Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, <clears throat> again, just dope. Uh, I don't know what else to say about Lauren other than um, I'm looking forward to seeing what she's able to do. Yeah, man. <laughs> So, uh, salute to her, uh, first black congresswoman elected uh, from that district. Um, Illinois, I see, you know, people talk bad about the Midwest, the Midwest but uh, seems like they, at least that particular district got it right for her. So, proud of her. Yeah, man. Uh, one last thing, we definitely need to let everybody know about uh, Marianne uh, John Baptiste. This is right up your alley, Philmatic. Uh, you already know <laughs> homecoming. Yeah, I know you've, you've mentioned this to me on a couple of different occasions so far. Yeah, um, chose oh, man. It got my man Lip in there from Shameless. Yeah, uh, you know I, I don't. You know I'm a I'm a sitcom guy, comedy guy. This uh, this one you can you can rock with the um Julia Robertson's on there. It's a half hour episode, Joe. Yeah, yeah, I, I can get with that half hour episodes but they they real impactful um it, the stories don't um it, it addresses real issues with like soldiers dealing with ptsd when they mm -hmm. get back home and it's 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 dealing with it's it's taking an interesting uh approach to how it's dealt with in the story so okay you definitely you definitely i mean i mean we're we're recording this just a, just a uh a few days or the day after Veterans Day, man, and mm -hmm. you know we we both know veterans. We both know for sure. Deal with and have dealt with PSTD. Yeah, yeah. PSD. <laughs> PSD. Uh, 
And it's just one of those things, man, uh, that going going to war, I mean, this this shouldn't be a shocker, but it, it changes you and it changes whether whether you want it to or not, it makes you a different person. And you, 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 you when you come back home, you know, you, they can't just tell you after, you know, we, we told you to go out there and be a killer. Now, now go out there and let's uh, get in this corporate office and, you know, type up these memos in without right. any kind of adjustment to the to the you know everyday you know nine to five of things so yeah. it it really um addresses that in a very unique way so definitely worth checking out and definitely bringing awareness to a very very real uh problem and, yeah and from what i understand her performance as gloria cruz is something to behold yeah. so she she plays one of the uh one of the soldiers mothers and it's kind of the the story's kind of based around her son and so yeah man she she does an excellent job of you know relaying the uh the the pain of like and just like how how going to war and, and being a soldier not only affects the actual soldier but how it affects everybody they're connected to so alright I'm, I'm gonna check it out man we, we were talking about it with salute to Marianne John Baptiste Missy Elliott Africa Miranda and of course Lauren Underwood we salute you and like Phil said the tissue cares if don't nobody else care absolutely uh, for women because everything is hip hop. That's right. So as we flip the tape here to side B, uh, we of course want to give a shout out again to everybody rocking with us. Uh, salute to everybody that's listened to the last few episodes. Uh, Jimmy the Blueprint Williams, uh, Torre, uh, Apollo Brown, oh. Maggie Tra, Miranda Wrights. Miranda Wrights. And then, of course, DJ Rick G's for Heat Holders Radio, uh, episode three. Uh, salute to everybody that's been rocking with us uh, recently or forever. Yeah, man. All our day ones, day zeros out there. Salute to y'all. Mm-hmm. And all the new people that uh, that's on the way, we salute y'all. If this is your first time hearing us, uh, welcome and we thank you. Yeah. And on that note, man, we're about to get to this uh, stereo side chat, brother. Relax and take mm-hmm. notes. About to end of this 36 uh, chamber. Yeah. So we've, so full disclosure, we've actually talked about these two albums like pretty extensively on our shows previously, I think. Yeah, the 20th um, anniversary, we, we were, uh, that was pre, it was, was pre, pre, yeah, pre podcast, but we've definitely. Right before it, I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, it was right before it. One of one of our test episodes was about that, actually. Yeah, yeah, you are correct. Um, what we want to do tonight, of course, we've been talking about Wu Tang, and then of course Tribe throughout uh, the first few segments. What we want to do tonight, uh, we're not going to spend too much time on it, but we want to just kind of highlight some things that we've noticed that maybe didn't even register with us until um, later on, where you know a lot older a lot wiser but also um you know different things have happened in our lives whether it be um you know members like fife not being here uh, some of our most cherished loved ones also um you know transitioning on but ultimately uh the music that we listen to while 
we were with them still remains. So a lot of times when you listen to this music, it takes us back to certain moments and certain times, you know, and it makes us remember, you know, just good feelings, not just sad feelings, but just good moments. And I know one of the ones that you often talk about is the fact that on that day when both of those albums came out, you know, your brother Gene, like you, you guys basically did like the tag team on the joint. Like you got tried, you got woo. Yeah, man. It was on like that. Yeah, man. We, we went to Bruno's, got, yeah. some, got, got some pizza. Yeah. Went back to the crib. <laughs> like it was one of those things like you you knew because the way that that albums like were delivered then there was a buildup for both of these. Yeah. Tribe, we had already, you know, we, it was already automatic. Had to get this. I mean, we were still, you know, still listening to low end, you know, yeah. you know that that defined uh, era for us. I mean, I've talked about it here several times. My my great grandmother bought me the Check the Bomb single, so I mean, you know, I identified with with Fife. I felt like you know, like that was like my big brothers so this it was no it was no question i mean the war tour was out it was a smash so it was it was no brainer but woo woo was something different because woo looked like us they dressed like us they sounded like us they looked like and then they looked like but they also really looked like the dudes on the corner that was putting in the work I mean, you know, the, the big homies, you know, well, in, in some cases, the little homies, <laughs> but they they just represented a rawness that was that was so much needed at the time because everything was kind of getting, you know, it was real West Coast sound at this point, you know, coming into, you know, even before the album, just we talk about 91. 92 you talking about you know the chronic and the dominance of death row in the west coast sound and then you know snoop was already dominating what's my name was popping it was the number one song in the country if i remember correctly so it was just it was so west coast dominant at the time yeah like you said too too yeah and then to hear protect your neck and just the the grittiness of that that sound and it took like we often talk about how the music sounds like where it comes from protect your neck sounds like you know staten island you know killer hill projects <laughs> you know and, and honestly like i've i've been to new york city you know countless times like, i can't even count how many times i've been i've never been to staten island a day in my life but I feel like I've been there, you know, a thousand, a thousand times. S- same, same. <laughs> I've been to every barrel except Staten Island. Right. You know, multiple times. Right. I, I've even been on a ferry, but it didn't go to Staten Island. Right. <laughs> so, so it's it's one of those things that, like, you know, and, and shout out to the homie uh, Jamel Honesty, man, who's actually from Staten Island. He has a dope song. Mm-hmm. Um, that that uh i feel like uh we, sh- we should probably play at some point during this episode uh the there's the old to the woo um but 
he he um expressed it it just it just felt like the time frame so you know you, you you're coming off of this west coast dominance uh, we're east coast kids and it was it was at the time it, it seems silly now and but music was still regional you know at the at this time and we took a like a sort of a pride in you know being from the east coast and having that east coast sound and you know west coast was winning at that point i mean for lack of a better term so you know starting with like j rue and and onyx and and big and nas all these guys but the woo as a collective they just brought something that we had never heard and never really seen before with the kung fu samples and just the energy and having nine dudes <laughs> like like i mean at that point what was the biggest group at that point i mean like like that's sonic <laughs> i mean <laughs> like i mean like I'm, I'm, i mean I'm, nah, that's that's real though yeah i mean and even in there like only like two or three of the dudes actually rapped and the other dudes were actually like band members prince paul was the producer mm-hmm. he didn't rap you know this was like nine dudes mm-hmm. well <laughs> I mean, like, and if and if not for you know a jail stint or two, like it would have been ten, yeah. you know, by all accounts, like. Yeah. So yeah, you got you got nine MCs that that make appearances on the debut, and and all reason Capadonna wasn't on there because he was he was doing a bit. So yeah, yeah. that's pretty special, man. Um, to to kind of just add to what you're saying, I think. Uh, when you talk about the visuals and you know just seeing them like that cream video was a lot of people's introduction to seeing them and then just seeing them like outside like that like when you know when joe joe button and them talk about like was you outside like, yeah. that, like that 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 was the definition of outside yo no no question or or the, the method man video remember the, how much that used to come on the box yeah, all the time yes for then, sure. uh, like for those this is gonna sound I so feel like cream did too but yeah not like method man but definitely yeah, cream was 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 afterwards that was that was more so in 94 but in the right. initially protect your neck came on a little bit but method man was yeah. the single method man yeah, I, I was. I, yeah, I would love to see like Uncle Ralph be like, "Yo, these were like the, you know, like the stats." Yeah. Now you have the stats now. Yeah. You see like views on YouTube. Like we're so spoiled, yo. Like yeah. it would be, it would be amazing to see like the views or like the the purchases for like certain. Yeah, people used to buy videos. For, for yeah. people who don't understand, who might be a little bit younger. There was a channel called The Box, and all it did was show music videos. But not for free. Oh no! Yeah. You actually had to you had to call a phone number, a one nine hundred number. You had to you had to buy them. They would charge them to your phone bill, your 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 house phone bill, a phone with a fucking cord, <laughs> and they would charge it to your phone bill. You had to you had to put in the little code and it would play the video that you ordered. Was it was what two bucks. It was like yeah, like two ninety nine. Yeah, it was it was some some, like and then it would be sometimes like it would be like a happy hour special where it would be like yeah yeah or or, they, or, they, or like if, if the record company you know was on a payola joint they would play a couple videos for free yeah but method man it, it seemed like it was always on there, there's certain video one day we'll do an episode about the box but 
but yeah man uh method man like that just that from the sons of shyland wu-tang clan strikes again the rizza yo you know to this day i still like if i had to name them that's how i have to name them that's how i have to when i when i write it down mm -hmm. even even in the show notes when i was when i was tagging them, mm -hmm. i wrote the rizza jizza old dirty bastard inspector deck great quantity you got you know yeah. i mean it's just it's, it's, just, it's just in your brain yeah man it's almost like you know the only way i know how to spell uh notorious is <laughs> You know, T O. Like, I mean, it's crazy, man. The things that that did just get etched into your memory. But yeah, man. Uh, met the man. You know, he clearly. So let me ask you this. Go ahead. What exactly is a panty raider? <laughs> Something that would not be uh, looked upon. Uh, it would, It'd be frowned upon in 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 the 2018 establishment. I, I have to imagine. I don't yeah. think you can get Penny Raider off. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, uh, I'm I, I'm going to assume it was somebody who 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 got a lot of chicks. That's okay. I'm, like I'm, yeah, I'm, like, you're yeah. gonna look at it like that, right? Magnet because yo, mm -hmm. you were like, we were in high school. We were freshmen <clears> in high school when uh when this album dropped. I know in Central High School of Philadelphia, Method Man was a heartthrob. Mm -hmm. Or he was, and again, this sounds so weird now because he plays, you know, you know, rappers' dads on TV. Mm -hmm. But he was, in terms of, you know, like, you know, heartthrob, teenage heartthrob. He was Drake for girls in 1993. Mm -hmm. like he could do no wrong and you know it, like every girl i knew had a poster of him you know in their locker or or in their room or you know girls would write method man on their notebooks and all that it was just yo they love that dude so he had that going for him but you gotta also think this was the hardest most at the time you know grimy group you know in the game so but i mean let's talk about the all the members though like i mean we when we talk about wu-tang it's it, this is nine different dudes and i mean you got nine different personalities just talk about that dynamic i mean who is who is back then i mean like now we we, we all know everybody but like back then did you have anybody that just stood out yeah every um Every time I heard Ghost on any track, he just stood out to me. Like, I don't know what it was. I mean, obviously it was his, his voice and his energy, but just even just some of the things that he was saying, like, if I die, my seed will be ill like me. Like, <laughs> it was just like, just certain stuff that he would just say that would just be like, uh, like, you know, like, just just some of those lines. Um, uh, uh, buy some land so I can go and plant my own cess crops. <laughs> you know, like so, it's just yeah, it's just everything. It, that just... For me, it was it was the jizzer. The jizzer just he, he, he was the genius. He was better than <laughs> like he was like way better than everybody. Yeah, yeah, like he was a, he was he was a, he was advanced skill wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could tell. And I and I don't know if that's what it was that made me grip, but it was like just like he he just 
you just felt everything he was saying. Like he's like, my clan is thick like plaster, but slit a nigga back like a Dutch master killer. Stop the the killer, killer. I was the thriller in the Ali Frazier Manila. Like everything he said, it was with such conviction. Like, like it felt like like he understood the importance of this working. Like I think because maybe because he had a deal prior to this sure. and it went, it went bad. Sure. So Tommy wasn't his motherfucking boy but I think he realized like yo this has to work you know because I, I can't go back to you know Staten Island you know broke again you know this has to work so he had like to me it sounded like he had a different kind of hunger than everybody else and he also had a different kind of like I think he was like a professional MC at that point you know with other dudes they were they were rapping because they were nice and they were hungry but he was like yo this is going to be my job for the rest of my life right yeah. you know the other dudes was like still halfway in the street you know or you know 90 in the street <laughs> you know i think also a lot of it was the mystique too because when you look at the album cover you don't really see you know you don't see anybody's face yeah ghost had his face wrapped up right so i was like so at first, like when um, when chess boxing came out, I was like, "Oh, like, are they all like this? You know, like I just are they all gonna go for it with this?" And then as they started to progress, and you started to realize that was Ghost's like particular thing, and it went with everything. I was like, "Ah." Uh, in fact, he was on parole. Exactly, exactly. So it was like if he was able to to like progress with this like we always talk about that like what if he was able to do that for like an extended period of time on like the mf dooms you know type yeah. of thing I, I i would i would have liked in a perfect world i wish he could have did it until iron man yeah that would have been a long ass time and not you know about two about yeah two and a half years or so yeah but that That's i mean a, that, that would have been the illest shit if he could have crazy all the way to iron man mm-hmm game got real yeah but yeah um and then also um underrated i thought that uh also deck man when you go back and listen to his verses too he was sharp he was really sharp yeah like on uh wu-tang ain't nothing to fuck with Mm -hmm. like you know he just he just set it off yeah he he, he, and reem always one of the, the first people that really brought this to my attention like how he just sets off a verse yeah and like those opening lines i smoke know, on the mic you know and joe frazier the hell of razor yeah. flavor yeah. <clears throat> so it's again like like how did you when you when you first heard it what, what was your first impressions upon first hearing 36 changes so i i didn't actually have it um on day one i ended up getting it maybe like a couple weeks later um i heard it i borrowed it but i didn't actually hurt like i didn't purchase it um so you know i was around people that were listening to it and then i remember being in like math class and like we used to sit in the back not paying attention and, um, <laughs> like i think the teacher left for like a long i remember it like left for like a long time for like 30 minutes we were just in there just you know just just doing whatever and uh the dude um little dirty dude but like he used to always ha- he, he was really into too short right so, <laughs> like so like his like like his taste of music was kind of weird but like i 
I could rock with him because he, he was really into like the like lyrics and stuff and he was really into too short. And this particular day, like he would always he put too, Yeah, he would always put a too short. This particular day, he was just like, yo, oh, man, are you into this? I was like, nah, I'm still on the tribe. Like, it's crazy, right? He's like, I, you know, I don't need, I don't, I never listened to a tribe. He just, you know, wasn't in the tribe like that. But he was just like, yo, this woo. And I was just like, yeah, I heard a couple joints. Like, yeah, like, no, it's definitely tough. He was like, no, 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 no. This is like, this is it. So he like, he played it. And like, he basically had like the whole like math class just like rocking. Um, that's crazy. To it. But it was like, we were all just like kind of captivated because I was just like, oh man, like, that's right. That, that was them and listening to it. And then um, when the teacher eventually came back, I was like, all right, so I know what I'm doing as soon as I leave school. I have to go get this drink. And um, I still didn't buy it, but I got a dub. Um, I went went to my man's house and got a dub of it. But um, yeah, I mean, it it was it was one of those things like so you I, use the nigga borrowing the killer tape. Yo, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I had to I had to be judicious with my money, so I was like, all right, no 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 question. Yeah, so I was like, all right, like I you know, tribe was a must, but um when i like when we finally really did get into it i was like okay like i need this in my life immediately and i used to walk to school so like i used to just have all this time you know before before and after school so i would always like make sure like my batteries were recharged always have my batteries recharged but um you know that would be my time to just really zone out and i remember that next day when i when i walked uh, the school with the dub, I was like, oh wow, I was tripping. Like, I felt like I had just missed out on like two important weeks of my life. Yeah, so I was like, yo, this this was out, and I didn't have this. Like, what? Like, what was I doing? Like, and then see, like the 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 way I used to freak it, I used to listen to, I used to listen to Woo during the day. Like, I I quit the bus, you know, so I get on the bus, listen to Woo. Like sometime during the day, like at lunch or whatever, throughout the day, still on a tribe. At night though, is when I really got into my tribe bag. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's both for that. Back and forth to school. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wu Tang. yeah, it makes sense. That, that's kind of how I freaked it too. Once, once I really had gotten into it, um, and then of course, I think that was my first CD too. So when I eventually got the CD. Uh, you know, and I got the the uh, the CD walking. I was it was it was over from there, man. So yeah, I re- I remember uh, like cause like like Gene he he bought the uh t- and then I was like yo I gotta get my own like cause I had the dub but you know I just I just felt right I needed to have my own yeah, liner yeah. note yes yeah, so I got I got it from the wall mm-hmm. <laughs> had the little sticker on it yeah yeah so it was it was just one of them things man uh. Yo, so I want I, I want to talk about tribe, but before we do that, we gotta we gotta go over a couple things. Sure. What you want to hear? Then the importance of thirty six chambers for so many reasons. Not only the 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 sound of the music, like the production that RZA was doing, like with the samples of the soul sample sampling Gladys Knight, and you know, but also mixing in the kung fu, you know, movie samples. Just the the being able to take again nine individuals and make them stand out from one another. They each had their own moments where they shined, where you know, dirty. I mean, like shame on a nook. Like mm-hmm. that 
like that just the way he he rapped that 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 shit was amazing yo like so like what what was your favorite what was your favorite song on 36 chambers and what was your favorite bars like your favorite verse or favorite line on 36 chambers playing in the front uh still my favorite joint um i mean i used to always like to hear uh two verse songs something about it like especially like album cuts um and like for a group i should say so like when we it's in a group setting even like suck a nigga like although like tiff just re, re repeats the first verse it's still him by himself and it's like it's the it's the the solo but that, that was his solo and he got off and it was two it was two verses so that always stuck out to me like whenever you know um with the group so same thing with um with clan in the front and that's why you know i mentioned that as far as it being the best solo to me uh it it really just accented who they were as a group with like the with the rizza intro and then um you know just how dirty the beat was and then just how he was coming off he was really coming off like on some like krs1 meets like <laughs> yeah basically right that's how it felt like like literally like a um like a sensei that's how it felt like it felt it, it really felt like um he was just a little bit more advanced more mature but it was like it was you're listening to like a master like you're listening yep, to someone that was work. yeah so that that always stuck out to me and it, it was just uh one of those things is just uh it, it knocks you know it was always knocked in the headphones knocked in the car and um you know he didn't take any bars off so i that that's my my favorite train on the whole, the whole album for me it is still something about protect your neck man mm -hmm. that's right that like every time i hear it i have to listen to the whole song because i have to get to the jiggle oh yeah you know well, yeah. I mean, you, and you always you always mention that too as far it, as um, there's a take us the fuck the who is too slamming for these cold killer labels who ain't had hits since the scene and made yo like the the that became a thing the mountain climber that plays an electric guitar yeah. like just for us when we talk to each other we know when we say you know oh they mountain climbers we yeah. know, you know there's somebody that, that's in the culture but don't know the culture they, right. they, it's usually you know that's that's like the precursor to the culture vulture Yes. I mean, mountain climbers that play an electric guitar, they don't know the meaning of dope when they looking for a suit and tie rap that's cleaner than a bar of soap, and I'm the dirtiest thing in sight. Matter of fact, bring out the girls and let's have a mud fight. Yeah. And when they throw those Wu-Tang sound effects in mm -hmm. there, it's nothing better than that, man. And then just like how they did it in the video, mm -hmm. in that video, you know, they shot that, you know, you know, I can do that. It's crazy <laughs> when you think about it. You could definitely do that now. With not only could I do that with my phone now, I could have did that with my phone from six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean, and that, that's a fact. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and, and, it, and, the, and the quality would have been better. And 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 still, the fact of it—that's what made it dope. That it was grimy. That it was gritty. That it looked like you know that it only cost like you know thirty-eight dollars to make um but it just i had the i had the white label of protect your neck and i had the one 
without the uh, sound effects. Mm. And that was the the original version. And then on the other side, it had the, the, the radio edit was the one with the sound effects. Yeah. Like, that's still the all-time greatest radio edit for, for me personally. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, like having those... The, uh, the, the, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Sword, the sword slicing through and i think that was the first time that was ever done that way. oh yeah, for yeah. Sure. i mean something that something that represents that you know like yeah. that's the brand the only other thing that i can I'm, I'm trying to think maybe no that was it, that's the one that was the first one yeah yeah so. no for sure but um as far as um far as favorite rhymes uh probably probably my favorite on on the whole album besides playing in the front um i just i just remember always like like uh like ray's uh cream verse i love it and then i I used to always say yo why like why did he why does he keep saying no question (laughs) like no question i will go all sticking on white boys you know, but but no, that's probably my my favorite verse that's on the whole joint. Um, you know, just like same damn low sweater. Like I could just relate relate to that like just so much, man. Well, rough. Yeah. Rough like love. Yeah, rough and tough. Yo, so, that, yeah. I mean that. Yo. And it's funny too, cause when when we've been to shows now, like there's certain uh, there's certain verses and certain like bars where white people get hype um uh one is elevator with big boys like uh smoking a white white boys before the blunts got crunk <laughs> and you always see like like the white dude like yeah get hype on that but also um I've, I've seen white people uh sticking up white boys on ball courts <laughs> i'm like why are you getting hyped to that like that's not cool <laughs> you, you know if, if you were there they would have got your head <laughs> but like yo man you know, like, they just want to be a part of something yeah I, I get it man i get it but yeah those, those two verses definitely stick out uh when those are played but um let's talk about tribe a little bit um you know obviously throughout the course of this show we've talked about them a lot from low-end theory Two people's instinct. Best Tribe Called Quest album ever. Yeah. So you say. I mean, it's fine. There, there's, like, no, uh, no, no, no. That's what that's what they say. That's what they say. Okay. That's what they say. You know what I say. Okay. All right. Like, no, that's right. I, I put it this way. I I don't argue with people at this point. It, I, I I personally think Midnight Marauders on a scale of one to hundred. I think Midnight Marauders is like a ninety-eight. And like low end is like a ninety seven. So when is that close? It's yeah, is 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 Midnight Marauders is is the perfect album in terms of just listening. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a complete body of work. It's it's one of those things. Like if you if you took song for song, it's cool. It's still dope. It's still a magnificent product. But when you listen to it in its entirety as it was meant to be listened to from beginning to end, it's a masterpiece, man. Um, it's one of those things where the, uh, you know, like where you, where like uh, I say, like uh, Kanye's beautiful, dark, twisted, hot chocolate fantasy <laughs> is one of those things where the parts are greater than the sum. Like mm-hmm. the individual, it's a, it's a bunch of singles that are great 
for to me personally are great individually on their own all of those songs are great mm-hmm. they don't work together cohesive to me other people disagree but that's for me tribe this album works perfectly together everything blends together perfect um it's it's like one stream of consciousness like it almost goes to like a day in the life of two uh kids from queens yeah i agree now, it's it's brilliant man like from the uh the the midnight marauder host you know like giving the little the little tidbits and facts in between you know just to break up the monotony of the music mm-hmm. to the the not a lot of guest appearances only you know two on the whole album you know buster on oh my god and then uh extra p who who stole the show in my opinion on yeah. keep it moving yeah you know I, I just remember that used to be like my litmus test for like girls like if if they really knew anything because you know girls say like hip-hop and you know they they had their taste their own personal taste about stuff but like if we couldn't really talk about midnight marauders if they hadn't heard it before like that would be like a point of contention for me like we would at least have to listen to it we would at least like i wouldn't condemn them for it but we would we would have to listen to it and if they were just like oh okay I just play it, but yo, yeah. But but yeah, like nah, it ain't no, ain't no all. Uh, okay. I, I, I was I was a uh, I was a beat bully, yo. Like I, <laughs> that's I, what I'm saying. I, I would just I would just be like, nah, you you're you're just you're tripping. But it there weren't too many that I mean, it's undeniable. Especially electric relaxation. Yeah, it's undeniable. All time. Yeah. The timeless song. That song comes on now, and mm-hmm. you, you can't do nothing but bob your head. Right. Like it's so good that you know how we talk about. Um, it's very rare. Rich Jesus said that, which we agree to. But it's very rare that the song that samples, you know, the original is is better. Is better. Than yeah, but. All the all of the songs, the subsequent songs that have used that sample, use that sample because of electric relaxation, not because of the actual original. Yeah. And that's how good that song is. It was the freaking theme song for uh the Wayne uh, Brothers. Brothers. You know, like yeah. and, and it and it was so perfect for the time too. It just the it just, video, it, black and white, like yeah. 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 It, I mean, the, the opening line, honey, check it out. You got me mesmerized with your black hair and your fat ass thoughts. And yeah. it was like, it, it, it left no ambiguity. Yeah, there you go. It left no doubt of what they were trying to, what Tip was trying to say in terms of who he was trying to describe. Right, and who the who the song was for. So yeah, there was there was no doubt that this was he was talking about uh, a fly ass young black girl from around the way, and it was just like, you know, yo, I gotta stop when you trot my way. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it was just like you know, an ode to the. to the uh, fly black girl, um, you know, took care before anybody else cares. He definitely did. <laughs> from from Benita to yeah, and know. it was just his way to pay homage. And then you know I mean, and then and then it, and then it was Fife. Fife came and shooting his shot. You know what I mean? Yeah, he actually covered the whole horizon. He was like, "Listen, it ain't yeah. no, 
No picks. Yeah, I, I mean, love them all. <laughs> a lot of people out here Puerto Rican and Haitians. Yeah. Davis Pipe Dog from the Zulu Nation. Like, and I remember that being one of the first ROMs that I took and like flipped it to make it fit me. Yeah. Like, where I would change the words to make it like, you know, my name is Phil. Let's say we get together, Shelton Hand Pit Phil. She yeah. said, no. you know what I mean? So it was just. Can, can, you, can you listen to that song? and like rhyme that verse without doing the the Siemens furniture uh oh <laughs> you like how he did it in the video i have to do it every time <laughs> every time yeah <laughs> before i even knew like what i was doing i still used to always imitate that so nah man i mean we we could talk about these two albums forever we just wanted to give everybody just a taste of just a conversation yeah, the that we have. The street. <laughs> 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 i was right on show him avenue there, there was a store that sold seamus first yeah. oh hilarious but uh we just wanted to give everybody a, a taste of what we you know we we talk about and of course it's the serial side chat a lot of times it's just us it's really just getting what we do yeah doing what we do man and you know talking about what we love we definitely love uh enter the wu-tang 36 chambers and, and of course uh everybody knows that we love uh midnight marauders so salute to everybody that feels the same way and if you aren't familiar with it please i know we have a lot of uh international listeners people uh that are of a certain age uh, that are that are just coming in into their own as far as uh you know learning about hip-hop please do yourself a great uh service and you know check out these albums as well as the whole discography but in particular these two albums that we were just talking about in that marauders and these are literally uh, bookends for yeah. for 1990 i mean just in just in terms of the the sounds you know you got try with the jazz and you know the mellow little back you know they still had some hard songs you know some songs that not get the party going like oh my god you know with the buster assist but it was just it was i mean the vibe man like what, what was your joint on there what, what was your go-to song on 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 uh midnight marauders midnight marauders um oh my god it's probably still I love the video. I love the sample. I love um, Shahid's cut. I don't know. <laughs> I love. I love. I love his cuts on the joint. Uh, it just—it's a song that just always made me feel happy. Like I can always listen to it. I like my beats hard, like two day old shit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. How hard is that? Yo? Yeah. I mean, that's that's super hard. So yeah. So um, that's that's like my 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 go to from it. Obviously, there's so many. You know, out of the 14, there's so many that, you know, track out of the 14 tracks, there's so many that I love. But uh, yeah, oh my God, you know, God lives through. Yeah, um, lyrics to go for me. Uh, you know, um, keep it rolling. Uh, like I said, uh, Extra P, Large Professor, just, he stole it. Um, he the first one I think I heard any, they call Primo. Mm-hmm. I think it's the first time I heard DJ Premier call Primo. I think so. Was on that joint. I think uh, so. uh, I, yeah, I don't think Guru had done it at that point. Was uh was hard hard to earn wasn't out yet, right? No, nah, not not yet. That was the next year. 90. Next year, ninety four. Yeah, yeah. So, cause and then Illmatic came out in ninety four, and so mm-hmm. and then R H yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that was it. I mean, but he like and he first he like rapping. He told people Nas was on Nas. Rapping Nas on topic. Seems we gonna lock it. Queens represented by the album when I drop it. Like he was like he was giving a shout out to the whole hood. You know, he 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 uh he disses himself from the other two dudes in main source. Yeah. Like I mean, he just he just aired them out, and it was like one of them the nice you know come through, drop his bars, get out you know, mm-hmm. and clap your hands. Sue's another one. There. I mean, just like just the vibe, it just just another feel good choice for me. But I mean, that that album too for me was like Fife just saying like, yo, I'm I'm here now. Like like he, I think he like set himself up to like if. Like had they progressed, I think he could have did at that point. At that very point, he could have did a solo. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it was, I think, their chemistry was better on this album. Even though with all the shit going on, I think their chemistry was better on this album than even on Low and Theory. Mm-hmm. But you could, you could, you could just, you could just feel like they knew they had. They knew they had that shit <laughs> with this one, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Uh, once again, man. Uh, glad to be able to. <laughs> yeah. Not nothing else that that really needs to be said about that. We're actually just gonna just play another heat check right now. Check it out. And once again, man. Shout out to DJ Filthy Rich. Uh, giving him a shout out throughout this episode uh, definitely did his thing. Uh, so if you want to hear the, the extended version of these joints that we're playing, you can check those out on YouTube. Uh, just search uh, DJ Filthy Rich. You know, have a good time. Uh, also, uh, the, the joint that we were talking about earlier, uh, Wu Tang by Jamel Honesty. Uh, you know, produced by his alter ego, so produced by him, mm-hmm. <laughs> rapped by him. Uh, you know, just talking about uh, the impact that the clan had on him as an artist, and you can see. And uh, as a kid, being yeah. on Staten Island, uh, definitely want to send um, send a shout out to him as well. He's yeah. doing a little bit of recovery right now. Yeah, um, get well soon. Absolutely, Chief. All right, so Philmatic, as we head towards the end of this episode, we always like to give people uh, something to look forward to. This is our major look segment. Uh, this is, uh, of course, this is your wheelhouse right here, so I often defer to you. But here's a couple things that people need to know about things that are coming out. So, Cardi B, Chance the Rapper, and T.I. are going to be judges on the new hip-hop music competition series for Netflix. Uh, it's called Rhythm and Flow. Yeah, Chad just told me about this, too, like, literally yeah. today. So, yeah, so, uh, so T.I. was on Instagram saying, listen, if you know anybody uh, that is uh, an unsigned rapper that's dope, uh, please let us know uh who he is so that we can get him involved in this major project that we have going on with netflix so i guess you know they're starting to do the rollout for it now so as we as we almost talk about every episode like netflix has something for everybody yeah <laughs> coming out of retirement you, you about to you about to get back in the booth i don't think so man if, if i was going to do anything man i'd probably send one of the young pups up there to, to see what they can do 
Yeah, I know a couple yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So ho- hopefully, um, you know, oftentimes what often would would turn me away from these types of things was you would have you would have people that have these tremendous opportunities, and for whatever reason, either they're toxic internal struggles that they had wouldn't allow for them to take advantage of the opportunity or either they will just you know not be as talented as you want someone to be once you really put them in that they wouldn't take it as serious as they need to be in order to to do it for what could be a once in a lifetime opportunity so hopefully that's not the case yeah hoping that you know this is good but it seems like they're trying to fashion this in in the way of kind of like an american idol type of thing or just something that hasn't been seen before um you know so we'll see i'm, I'm looking forward to it uh, it's on netflix so uh, it'll be readily available for you to binge it i'm sure so we'll check it out um and hope hopefully we, we get some man i love when the ladies get to get the spotlight as you know so hopefully we'll get some ladies on there that, that can do their thing all right filmatic talk to me <clears throat> i know april's your month yeah, man, I'll be a man. Dr. <laughs> Mike Gundy. But um, as we approach the end of the year and, of course, fourth quarter, uh, you know, they're, they're letting us know what we can be looking forward to. Winter coming. Yeah, it's every battle, every betrayal, every risk, every fight, every sacrifice, every death was all for the throne. Coach K about to put in that work. Hey man, listen, he's gonna be sitting on the Iron Throne uh, in the final scene of this series. And everything's just gonna turn to ice. Brand start. Yep. I still yep. I, I think Brand Oh, Stark me too. No, we we are in I don't know if we're in the minority or majority with that theory, but I, we are in uh congruence with that for sure. It's definitely Brand Stark. Um, spoiler alert. But um <laughs> Fine. Yeah, if you ain't seen it now, like, yo, yeah. oh, oh, real quick though, man, people yeah. got like this, this show is about so much more than titties and dragons. Like they, like I know I was fond of calling it that, you know, uh, on on several past episodes, but it's so much more. It's actually about you know people. I mean, it's really about like relationships and people and how power corrupts. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically the genesis of the show. So like anybody that 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 watches like any type of basically any type of TV drama would love this show. Like right. I always say people say like I'm not really into the dragons and, and like it's that's just like you know that's an effect to make the you know the, to bring some action to a to an otherwise you know very serious story mm-hmm. you know it's like it's like a shootout on a on a cop show right you know where the cop show is really not so much about the crime where it's really about the relationships of the people right. you know within the department so you know i think people should should actually watch it before they just go oh it's, it's just titties and dragons <laughs> i agree so now we've been told that april uh 2019 is when we can expect it i'm sure they'll do a major rollout for the release date uh but we definitely know that it's going to be six episodes <laughs> yeah it's going to be six episodes each episode is going to be longer than 65 minutes uh you know so they're letting us know also um that a prequel series that does not have a title 
uh, will be taking place thousands of years before uh, this show, uh, you know, takes place. Uh, it will be starred by um, Naomi Watts. So, you know, the brand will continue. But before we get to that, we need to see what this final season is looking like. And I'm feeling like uh, that last night, man, you know, that's going to be, you know. That's going to be crazy, man. That's going to go down. I, I, I might actually do the watch party, yo. And listen, if, if there's if there's a way for me to, to watch it somehow with with a, with a bunch of people, I think I'm like if they if they put that joint in a movie theater, yo they yo they definitely they would cake up, man. I'd be there. I would definitely if they if they said yo it's two hours and it's gonna be at your local theater, and you made it like you know you made it, you know how many people would be there in full garb. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. I'm sure they're gonna do it somewhere. Yeah, they got to. They got to. Yeah. So if they really wanted to go hard, they should put all six of them like every week. Just yeah, show. yeah, that would be crazy. That would be an event. But uh, yeah, so I, I know some of our listeners are into the show like we are. So just want to let y'all know, April. Uh, and then last but not least, man, Toy Story Four for all my Pixar uh, people. TS4. <laughs> uh, so the, the trailer just uh, was a teaser, and then there was a reaction uh, trailer for the teaser that was pretty cool, uh, starring uh, none other than Key and Peel uh, with the new characters that are being uh, introduced uh, in, the, in the fourth installment of this series um, to go along with all the characters that we know and love. So, um, we know that it's coming summer of 2019, so it's gonna be a, a nice little uh, year for for sequels um, next year. You know, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, nonetheless, man, uh, this has been a banner year for hip hop, if you ask us. You know, I mean, it's too many to name, but we do have the hippies that are coming out towards the end of the year. Go. <laughs> shout out, shout out Styles P. Yeah, man, not the hardest, the hardest working man in show business right now. Yeah, he used to be the, he used to be just the hardest. Now he hardest MC. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and, yo, yeah, yo, uh, Dom Bag is Dom Bag is that is that work, man? Money and checks. Yeah. <laughs> Say less. Uh, but yeah, no, we're looking forward to really chronicling this year and giving it its proper due. Yeah, man. Um, a lot of start like now. <laughs> we ba- we basically yeah we we made the mistake last year and tried to just do it within the last couple of weeks and then we realized like how much stuff had come out. So um, you know we're gonna definitely get a head start on it this year. And earlier today we got the, we got we got a confirmation from from the man himself. Uh, Streams of Thought two. Uh, with Salam Remy, which is, yeah. you know, not Salam Remy did a little thing called the uh, the score with Fuji's. Yeah, that's him. I mean, that that that's him. You know, he did. Uh, you know, he worked with Nas. He worked with, you know, Joel Ortiz. Uh, he's that guy. Yeah, he's that guy. <laughs> no, nah, looking forward to because uh, you know there will be there will be a couple more surprises uh, before the end of the year. So. Oh, for sure. 
Uh, man, uh, Philmatic, uh, like like your shirt says, man. Uh, although the hippies are coming, uh, never let a statue tell you how nice you are. Um, oh, I won't, because I know I know we are the best hip hop podcast. <laughs> in the world, even though we 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 aren't nominated any hip hop awards, you know. No. So shout shout out to the uh to the big dudes that that do it. Um, For sure. None of y'all better. I mean, <laughs> hey man. I, live your life live your life by locks bars hey man you, you know what it is we got that uh hawk work yeah uh man on on that note man filmatic take us out with the favor okay gang uh man just just want to give a shout out to my brother man want to give a shout out to uh the entire year of 1993 uh pound for pound the greatest year of hip-hop ever um Rest in peace to Old Dirty Bastard. Rest in peace to Fife Dog. Um, two of the most important figures um, of of these two albums. I mean, Fife, you know, was such an important part of, of our childhood growing up in terms of like being introduced to hip hop. And Old Dirty, I mean, literally no father to his style is like the the most perfect way you could describe that dude um joe button recently uh you know retold a, a story of how he created uh fantasy and it was just you know you just gotta google that that's one of the best things i've i've heard and you know it just goes to show you like he was such a uh, a brilliant talent you know for all his uh demons and, and things he had going through just a, a amazing amazing talent and a certified star so definitely rest in power to both of them and huge huge shout outs to the entire wu-tang clan and a tribe called quest um you got writing books you know ray still making fire meth on you know hbo acting the Rizzas acting and doing movie scores. I mean, the, the Wu-Tang was on Good Morning America, you know, the, you know, the, on that Friday. So it's the, the W's a household, you know, brand. It's one of the most recognizable logos in all the world. They got their own day on social media, to, uh, which is technically right now, it <laughs> officially Wu Wednesday. Um, and you know, timeless music, man, it's nothing better. So, on that note, you know, I want to give a give a soup <laughs> and say, work for the money, live for the love, and die for what you believe in. This is tissue and the tape, respect, heat holders. Better than you. Oh, this is Tissy in the tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby. But when I really started taking it serious is when I saw Wu Tang come out. When Wu Tang came out, the fact that they're from my barrel, um, you know, 
fact they from New York and then they from Staten Island, which is a place that at that time didn't really get a lot of shine um, musically, any any of that, you know what I'm saying? But it's a lot of talent there. That really put the battery in my back. And I'm um, speaking on that. I, I actually have a song called Wu Tang, which is a, a ode to them. Six chambers, Wu Tang Clan came with a banger, and nine three providing a tool to manage my anger. It put a battery in my back. The shit was sterile, for the simple fact that they was coming from my barrel. I played it to the tape pop. Same thing with Ray Drop. Ray Drop, stick to the timeline, okay? Man, shame on the nigga who tried to run game. Cash rules everything. It's all about the cream. Niggas stole my tape. Now I'm blowing off some steam in the back seat of my cousin's whip. Who wanted them with the shits? Rapping the W while I'm in the sticks Logging and I'm related to Ghostface to get the chicks NYC 9-4-1-6-4 Coming at your jaws, it's a quote from meth John Blazing, the station Hot 97, the poetry was amazing Had the whole game engaged Behold the pages of history and the making The legacy I'm embracing Wu Tang, Wu Tang Coming out your speakers Yeah, oh, yo Coming out your speakers. I remember Wu Tang coming out your speakers. Uh, yeah, uh, great diggers drop, niggas flossing with the fangs. Rizzo winning, he ain't take no losses in the game. Next up the back, method main, bring the pain, it's the Stallion, you niggas need to train for real. Back to back, beggars on the real to real. Killer bees on a swarm, give you something you can feel. Old dirty with the return of a 36 L. Project for projects, Brooklyn to Park Hill. Incarcerated Scarfaces, glaciers of ice. Criminology, purple tape, negated industry life. When the MCs came, liquid swords, jizzle came to tear them out the frame. Shadow boxes was the flames. Iron Man came and gave us what we need. Daytona 5 double low, brought us up to speed. Uh, 9 7 Wu wear garments, double CDs, platinum plaques, the numbers we need. Wu Tang forever. Wu Tang coming out your speakers. Yeah, Wu Tang coming out your speakers. Wu Tang, I remember Wu Tang coming out your speakers. Yeah, Wu Tang coming out your speakers. Reza, Reza, Jezza, Jezza, RIP, ODB, Ghostface Killer, Inspector Deck, You Guard, Raekwon the Chef. Master killer, Master killer. Method man, Method man. Word. 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 Yo, I remember yo back in the day, man. I went up to New York and shit, man. Went out to St. George, where the Woo store was at. And I ran into Jack, man. Shout out to Jack. And I let him hear my, my demo and shit. I was like 16, 17. Shit was whack, but he listened to it, man. I remember he had a gold camera. You know what I'm saying? This is like 9-6, man. Before they dropped the double CD and shit. He was like, yo, he listened. You know, you know what I'm saying? He listened. He was like, yo, keep doing what you're doing, man. You got potential, man. Keep going, man. So that shit put a battery in my back, man. That's why I'm still here. Salute to the Wu, man. Staten Island, stand up. Shaolin. Park Hill. Stapleton. New Brighton. 
West Brighton, Manus Harbor. Y'all remember that time, man? It was like, yo, Wu's music was everywhere, man. And the spirit was everywhere in the island, man. We was just proud, man. Whether you was mad, jealous, whatever. You was proud that these niggas was repping for the barrel. Know what I mean? Word. Take forever. Take forever.